Welcome to the Holistic Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Keisha Blair, wife, mother of three, author of Holistic Wealth, and founder of the Institute on Holistic Wealth. The show will showcase various experts in the key pillars of holistic wealth. Each week, we deliver the best information on how to become holistically wealthy and live your best life. Today, we have a solo episode. And it's on a very important topic, and that's how to overcome a major financial loss. And this is such an important topic during COVID-19. I thought I would take some time in this solo episode to offer up a few strategies for those who have experienced, you know, a job loss, chronic illness, another major type of financial loss, given everything that has been happening during this pandemic. And I just want to pause for a moment to recognize our sponsors, the Institute on Holistic Wealth, which carries the signature program, the Certified Holistic Wealth Consultant Program, as well as the Trauma of Money Program, which is so relevant to this topic. The Trauma of Money course there is relevant to this topic and offers up solutions, strategies, not only to help you overcome money trauma, but to help you help others overcome money trauma too. So I'm so happy to be here. I love these solo episodes because I can, you know, go in detail as much as I can in the limited time we have to offer up these tips and strategies. And as I said, it's such an important topic. It's huge in terms of the implications of a big financial loss. When we talk about financial losses, what are we talking about? So we're talking about situations where individuals have lost thousands of dollars over a period of time due to, it could be a variety of circumstances such as divorce, widowhood. It could be a job loss. It could be an investment loss. It could be critical illness. It could be due to so many other reasons, including fraud and identity theft. It could be due to also financial abuse. And it could also be due to money trauma. And so many people don't realize that for some people who've encountered and experienced money trauma, that can also lead to investment losses in so many different ways. And so this is such an important topic as so many people have lost their jobs in COVID and there have been so many industry shifts. We've seen industries die and new ones popping up and some going through structural changes. Several industries are, you know, are forever changed. And so it's unbelievable. I actually had someone tell me that she invested in cryptocurrency and was majorly affected during the crypto crash, which was recent and couldn't pay her rent. And so that's one example of an investment loss in a very risky investment. And something that I just want to state right up front is that when we invest, we should always try to make sure that we secure the funds that we need to keep a roof over our heads, food on the table, kids in school. It should never be a case where we're taking on so much risk that we're jeopardizing our basic necessities and could become homeless. And so, as you can imagine, so many people suffered during the cryptocurrency crash. And one of the things I talk about in the new Holistic Wealth Expanded and Updated book 
is to carefully weigh your investment decisions and weigh those risks because sometimes people take on too much risk and they don't have the means to handle those investment losses. So it's always, always important to assess those risks wisely. And in this period of economic downturn and, of course, high inflation and rising prices, we need to go extremely caution, especially if there's no buffer. I would advise those with no buffer to go with extreme caution and to secure those funds that are needed for day-to-day expenses. And so financial losses, just in general, have been tied to suicide. There are new studies coming out that show that financial loss is one of the major, major predictors of suicide. And so there are people who have lost their entire savings, their life savings, whether it's due to things outside of their own control or other addictive behaviors that cause them to get involved in addiction and addictive behaviors such as gambling and cause this. So there's another group of people who researchers have studied who are being investigated for fraud. That's another group that researchers have found that are prone to suicide. And in another group were people who were experiencing financial difficulties and killed family members before killing themselves. So we have a wide, wide range of situations, right? Where, you know, financial losses can result and have, you know, devastating impacts. And I just wanted to state that upfront so that listeners get a full feel for the implications of financial loss. It's not just so much about the money, it's the mental health impacts, it's the well-being impacts, and it's also the impacts on family members, friends, and over a lifetime. So it can add up and it can be devastating. So what are the strategies for those people who find themselves in this situation? And as I stated before, you know, prevention is always better than the cure. So, you know, in terms of preventing this plan ahead, make sure that your personal finances are organized, all your documents together. You know, if you can take out your life insurance. I've often spoke on this podcast about emphasizing financial resilience, and that's the ability to withstand these types of setbacks and losses. And so when I talk about having a holistic wealth portfolio, that type of financial resilience is often inbuilt. So I train people to have a portfolio that can withstand two financial setbacks per decade, two financial setbacks per decade. If you can plan ahead and make sure that your holistic wealth portfolio can withstand two major financial shocks per decade, then I think you'd have a good financial resilience score in your holistic wealth portfolio. And so Moving ahead in terms of dealing with it once it happens or let's say it happens, you know, unplanned and unforeseen circumstance, you know, somebody passes away, divorce, whatever, just things you did not see coming. It's so funny that a lot of this can also lead to financial trauma. A big financial loss can lead to financial trauma when left unaddressed. Some of the consequences can be hypervigilance around money avoidance of financial tasks, ignoring of financial obligations, emotional blunting, and a lack of communication about one's finances. 
So it can take its toll. It can lead to significant and prolonged financial stress. And of course, that leads to other types of fallout in other areas. So some of the strategies, I'm hoping everyone that's listening will get a copy of Holistic Wealth, the expanded and updated version, because it's such a helpful book for this topic. And I'm just going to draw on a few bits and pieces here in terms of strategies to move forward. The first thing I want everyone to remember is that it's not easy to not compare. But in this situation, I'm going to implore everyone not to compare your circumstances. And so living in the past, okay, you know, there was a financial loss. Let's say it was devastating. And for those people who've gone through that experience, oftentimes, you know, it feels like, yes, I want to throw these pity parties. I'm in victim mode right now because how could this happen to me? And yes, it's okay for a short while to throw that pity party and to think, you know what, I didn't, you know, I didn't see this coming. Why is this happening? But dwelling there is not good for overcoming this type of loss. So as soon as we realize, that, okay, we have to, you know, brush this off now, a good thing to do is not get stuck in the past, not get stuck in the past and not to compare your financial situation with anyone else's, though it may be very, very difficult Right. So thinking about, OK, how can I draw on these lessons? What did I learn from this experience? Did any good come out of this? Maybe I learned a thing or two about investing or maybe I learned a thing or two about needing to budget more or needing to be more organized. Whatever positive lessons you can draw on, do do draw on those. And those are, are very important in terms of moving on. And I want to you know, draw your attention again to the holistic wealth mindset, which is very helpful because I think when we talk about financial losses, yes, there's a sum of money that we think is gone and is going to be difficult to regain. But in the mind, I think we have to win the battle in the mind and the soul first, right? And that's equipping yourself with a mindset that's empowering, not like in victim mode, but a mindset that will empower you, that will motivate you and inspire you to move on and to do the things and put things in place so that you can overcome that setback. So when I talk about the holistic wealth mindset, you know, I often say that there are a few things with the holistic wealth mindset that are so good for enabling us to overcome these types of situations. For instance, thinking in win-win terms, not lose-lose. So I know, you know, the loss is front and center, but how can I, how can I reframe this to move on in a positive way and to turn this into a win in the medium and long term? What strategies do I have to put in place? I hope you're writing because then I think you'll get a clear view depending on the type of loss of what is possible. And another thing with the holistic wealth mindset, apart from thinking win-win, it's thinking about this loss in temporary terms, not permanent terms. So I know when there's a huge financial loss, people get stuck in the mind frame of, well, you know what? I'll never, ever regain this money. This was something that was my life savings or this was something so large, an amount so large. It's going to be hard for me to save this. It's going to be hard for me to invest, to recover this. How do I recover this? It seems so permanent. And I also want to implore you in terms of that holistic wealth mindset and channeling it 
think about this as a temporary setback. Think about it as a temporary setback, not permanent. Because once we start thinking about these things in permanent terms, then it makes it seem insurmountable. It's like you're climbing this very, very tall mountain. You can't see the mountaintop, much less to get to the other side. So when we think about these things in a permanent way, then it's hard to even put one step in front of the other to regain that composure and to regain a sense of, well, planning forward. So we need to actually channel that holistic wealth mindset in order to recover. And when we think about recovery, the other thing that I want people to remember is that we should be thinking about, okay, so I've lost a certain amount of money. How do I start to recoup? How do I start to plan from scratch? How do I start to build back? And so one of the first things that I want to also state is that taking impulsive action can actually too soon can actually backfire. And so it's easy to think, you know what? I lost the sum of money. Uh, let me see how I can regain it as fast as possible by any means necessary. And that's also tempting. And I want to implore those who've had this type of loss to just you know, think about things slowly, go diligently, go wisely. So if it means getting professional help, do get that so that you get a range of perspectives and the best financial advice possible. And I also think that for each of us, we need that whole ecosystem of advisors around us, right? Like we need those different people around us that play these different roles and can help. And of course, if you think you're varying in the territory of financial trauma, there's hope and there's help for that. As I mentioned, the Institute on Holistic Wealth has a course on financial trauma, which can be very helpful in this situation. If you feel that you need therapy or mental health, then please do. Don't hesitate to talk to someone who can help with that type of therapy. But it is generally not a good idea to take action in the heat of the moment. Just take time, let things start to simmer a bit and really cope with those emotions so that you're not taking any actions that will backfire. And as I said, if you need that professional support, you know, as you assess your situation, as you assess your emotions around this and also your financial situation, don't be afraid to seek professional help for that emotional support. There are some people where the financial loss can lead to, let's say, that first example I spoke about earlier in the episode about homelessness, uh, losing the roof over your head. If it's that drastic and extreme and you have to tap into a loan, you know, feel free to get that in place so you can bounce back. There's nothing wrong with accessing a loan if you need to do so to recover. There's also additional sources of income that you can try to tap into. You know, we've talked about the passion economy before. That's worth $80 billion. We've talked about different strategies for rebuilding. And so if you can find ways of supplementing your current income, then that's a good way right? To shore up some additional savings, to build that emergency savings as well. So there are a lot of tools and options available for withstanding 
that type of loss. And I want to implore everyone to take measures to avoid losses in the future. I mean, we always want to stem the flow. We always want to stop the bleeding. And so it's prudent that we take the right steps to prevent that type of financial loss. And I mean, there are so many different steps we can take depending on the situation. Was it an investment that went south that caused it? Then let's take a step backwards to assess how we make those investment decisions. Did you lose a property due to an unforeseen tragedy? For instance, a fire, a hurricane. We need to get those proper insurance policies in place. Was it that you lost the house because you became widowed and things like that? So it's just really looking at the situation and assessing what we can do to minimize these risks across our entire lives and across an entire portfolio. So methodically go through all of these things, go through any assets, go through savings and take those measures that you need in order to stem this risk of happening again. You know, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Everyone needs to have a records document central in their home. And that's a central area where you keep all your personal finance documents, your mortgages, your loans, uh, information, all your asset, you know, insurances, anything that's a record and put it in somewhere, put it in a place in your home where it's accessible, where you can remember where you put it. <laughs> I know some people hide things and they, and they forget where they put it. Put it in a place where you remember your spouse knows where that place is just in case anything happens and you have that records document central and periodically go through and everybody should reassess everything. I, I advocate for twice a year. So you do a semi-annual checkup and you go through and you ensure that all your insurances are up to date, everything is up to date and you have everything in place. And even within your holistic wealth portfolio, that should be something that's revisited twice a year as well and updated and refreshed as your life situation changes, as your financial situation changes. But just remember, your holistic wealth portfolio needs to be customized to you. We're all unique. We're all here on this journey of life. We have a unique purpose. Each one of us is here to fulfill a specific purpose. You know, in the book, in Holistic Wealth, I talk about the first part of the book is intentional life purpose because every one of us is here to fulfill a purpose. And so your holistic wealth portfolio is fully customizable to you. It's fully yours, just like your DNA. And so as you go through these changes and even those setbacks, it's something that can be tweaked and rejigged as needed. And so that becomes a part of that strategy for overcoming this type of financial setback. So I hope this was helpful. I've offered up some strategies here for coping with a huge financial loss or financial losses. And it can be such a devastating thing when we lose large sums of money or, or an asset gets destroyed or a family member dies. And then we have those secondary losses, which involve money. And so I want everyone listening in to also emphasize self-compassion, be compassionate with yourself, continue writing those messages of affirmation to yourself, whether it's a journal or a diary that you can keep, 
The Holistic Wealth Personal Workbook is also great for that. And reaffirm, you know, and reaffirm how you want your life to live and stick with your mission. You know, in the book, I talk about having a personal mission. Stick with your mission, no matter what barriers and things get thrown into the loop. It's good to be able to do that. And the mission and embracing that and continuing to embrace that no matter what is one of the things that can keep you focused you know, during a setback. It's one of the things that um, can really give you the strength and the courage to go on. As I mentioned before, your purpose, your purpose can keep you grounded. We're all here for that mission, you know, and your purpose can keep you grounded. So hang on to that. And one of the last things that's so very important, it's one of probably the most important, is that spiritual self-renewal. So I know a lot of people emphasize mindfulness, money mindfulness, meditation, prayer, which is super important. And I know during the tough times, many of us lean on these mechanisms to help us cope. Well, prayer is one for me, and I know meditation for sure, and mindfulness. So anytime you feel like those thoughts are coming in, the negative thoughts, the negativity, why did I do this? Going back in the past, rehearsing and rehashing the same thing over again. Try to be mindful and to stay in the present and leave the past. Let the past be. Close that book. Close that chapter. Shut it. Shut it down and think, think towards the future and think towards the good things to come and channel those positive energies and channel that gratitude and those positive, uplifting emotions that will help you get through each and every single day to move forward. And that's so, so critical. So everyone, I hope this was helpful. I love being with listeners and I love doing these episodes so we can connect deeply. Feel free to send me an email, send me a DM. If you want me to go in more detail in any one of these topics that I've discussed on the episode, have a great week, everyone. Lots of love. Until next time. Thank you for joining us this week on Holistic Wealth with Keisha Blair. Make sure to visit our website, KeishaBlair.com, where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, or via RSS, so you will never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Are you a member of the Institute on Holistic Wealth? If not, what are you waiting for? Go to Institute on Holistic Wealth slash memberships to choose your membership plan and join. As a member, you get so many perks. Free worksheets, advice, coaching, and a member's workshop to design an intentionally designed life. You need to figure out your life purpose? Take the Build Your Life Purpose Portfolio online self-paced course. You're struggling with all your money decisions? Take the free financial identities quiz and then take the course. You recently had a breakup, job loss, or experienced the death of a loved one? Take the holistic healing course. You need an overall plan to achieve holistic wealth? We will help you figure out your holistic wealth blueprint. And of course, if you want to start making money by helping others achieve holistic wealth, become a certified holistic wealth consultant. Regardless of what career you've got, the Institute will show you how to increase your income and walk in your purpose. The sooner you join, the sooner you start to achieve a more holistically wealthy lifestyle. And you're going to want to 
stay for a very long time. So go to Institute on Holistic Wealth slash memberships to join. If you haven't read the book yet, pick up a copy of the award-winning, best-selling Holistic Wealth 32 Life Lessons to help you find purpose, prosperity, and happiness. 